very few can slash wish to look beyond our noses. I have this grandiose notion that I do, given my writing and philosophical rantings. But then something smacks you in the face, in this case a video, and you realize that the reality is much harsher. It goes beyond the naive rhetoric of choosing between the western life of success and the eastern one of contentment. A friend sent me this video. Do take out but four minutes to watch it. I circulated it to my friends. Many responded with horror, one called it chilling. I agreed. Some commented on the reaction on the faces of the audience. One comment on the video on it went, it's painful if you are from the West. But another comment went, can she talk any slower? Don't miss the sarcasm. Can they slash will they ever stop? Another friend said it was unbelievable, was curious enough to look it up more, came across and sent me this. How the $500 billion annual debt came to be https colon slash slash the people's slash Africa still pays colonial tax to France slash. I responded, it is truly unbelievable in this day and age especially. To think it still goes on so blatantly. I tried to comment but it said forbidden she replied, this forbidden comments is the other way of control. Here's the comment I tried to put. This is very disturbing especially the manipulation with which Africa is exploited. But it's not just Africa is it? This happened across the world and Western domination continues today in different forms in different parts of the world. Military, political, economic and now cultural. Unless the rest rise unitedly against the West, this will only continue. But the West is also good at divide and rule so they keep others squabbling amongst themselves. It is only when the rest wake up to reality, can see beyond the comforts they obtain, and the price they really pay, will some balance be restored? That is the topic of my new book Shame on You White Man. Dash. Is it not time we stood up against this Western hegemony? Will it not create a better world all around? While we are on the topic of Africa, here's some more food for thought, precursors to the thoughts expressed in the video above. Although abbreviated accounts, from my book, it makes the post longer sorry but thought it was highly relevant. Dash. Belgian King Leopold II created the International African Society in 1876, purportedly as an international scientific and philanthropic association. He stated that he was trying to protect the people of the Congo from Arab slavers and to open the nation to Christian missionaries as well as Western capitalists. But it was a private holding company owned by Leopold to capitalize on the plentiful resources of ivory, rubber, diamonds, and metals. Incidentally, Leopold's control of the Congo set the plot for the movie, The Legend of Tarzan in 2016. He was allowed to hold on to this at the Berlin Conference on the conditions that he suppresses the East African slave trade, promotes humanitarian policies, guarantees free trade, and encourages missions to Christianize the people of the Congo. Leopold used propaganda to keep the other European nations at bay, for he broke almost all of the agreements he made at the Berlin Conference. He privately controlled the Congo Free State in Central Africa and extracted a fortune from the land by the use of forced native labor. Over 450 native tribes were overpowered, and land nearly 67 times the size of Belgium acquired, personally owned by Leopold. His primary focus was to make a substantial profit on the natural resources, mainly ivory and rubber. He passed several cruel decrees that can be considered to be genocide. He forced the natives to work without any payment. Our man from the Porsche, held the wives and children hostage, killed the families if the men did not work, our man from the Porsche again, burned villages that did not comply, murdered children, and cut off the hands of men. 
These led to uprisings, but they were quickly crushed. It is estimated that nearly 10 million people died, estimates vary though from 2 to 15 million, from violence, punishments, and famine. New diseases hitherto unknown in the region also led to a considerable number of deaths. He has been called one of history's biggest mass murderers, amongst the top 10 in the world. Reports of the atrocities led to a significant international scandal in the early 20th century, and Leopold was ultimately forced by the Belgian government in 1908 to relinquish control of the colony to the civil administration. The human rights abuses of the Congo Free State were considered the worst of the wave of new imperialism. It is symptomatic of the imperial conflicts in sub-Saharan Africa, which was attractive to Europe's ruling elites for economic, political, and social reasons. It offered an open market to gain a trade surplus. Overseas investments were more profitable due to cheap materials, limited competition, and abundant raw materials. There was a growing demand for raw materials unavailable in Europe, to which Europeans and industry had grown dependent. And Britain needed stopover ports on the route to Asia and its empire in India. The details are more torrid, you can read here, https colon slash slash n dot wikipedia dot org slash wiki slash leopold underscore two underscore underscore belgium. The scramble for Africa, also called the rape of Africa, resulted in the direct rule of African territories by European powers, which took 90% control in just 44 years. Africa was partitioned to avoid them warring amongst themselves at the Berlin Conference of 1884. They ended up splitting the pie, although disproportionately. Britain got the lion's share at 30%, France 15%, Germany 9%, Belgium 7%, and Italy was left with a mere 1%. Whose pie by the way? You can read more here, https colon slash slash n dot wikipedia dot org slash wiki slash scramble underscore for underscore Africa. Dash. The Live Aid concert in 1985, 101 years later, raised money for famine victims in Ethiopia, and was one of the largest scale satellite link-ups and television broadcasts of all time. An estimated audience of 1.9 billion people from 150 nations watched it, nearly 40% of the world's population. But the impact of live aid on famine relief has been debated for years. Geldof, one of the organizers, stated, We took an issue that was nowhere on the political agenda and were able to address the intellectual absurdity and moral repulsion of people dying of want in a world of surplus. Ironically, most of the funds went to the Ethiopian government and was spent on guns, a regime the UK Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher wanted to destabilize. Freddie Mercury stole the show, and Queen's performance has gone down in history as the day show-stopping event and one of the greatest live concerts of all time. I love the film Bohemian Rhapsody even though I am not a music buff. It is about the group Queen with a focus on Freddie Mercury. It ends with a Live Aid concert, which coincides with nearly a century after the Berlin Conference. Queen's title song at the show was, We Are the Champions. Of the World. Ironic, huh? You can read more here https colon slash slash n dot wikipedia dot org slash wiki slash lev underscore aid.